0: You are listening to Unlikable Female Characters, the podcast featuring feminist thriller writers in conversation about women who don't give a damn if you like them. I'm Lane Fargo, and I'm here with Kristen LaPianca. Hello. And Wendy Hurd. Hello. And usually I would make us redo that intro, but I don't give a fuck that I messed it up. Let's just go. Unapologetic. (laughs) Unapologetic. (laughs) Yeah. Unapologetic bitches. That's what we are around here. I
1: was was hoping that you were going to say, uh, get in losers, we're going podcasting.
0: Yes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> missed opportunity. Well, you just did it, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, yes. Our topic today is the Mean Girl. We're very, very excited to talk about this. I have lots of notes. Um, um, but yes. <laughs> but before that, what have you guys been up to since last we chatted?
1: Well, I this week I had a short story in Tough Magazine, and it is a it is a story that I wrote actually before I wrote. Um, what became my first published novel. So it's like an oldie and it was picked up by uh, a magazine in 2014 and the magazine then folded. And then after that, no one wanted the story. And it made me so sad because like, it's seriously one of my favorite things that I've ever written. It is a story about a washed up musician who uh, plays at a wedding um, and hilarity ensues.
0: That sounds amazing. So,
1: and she's very unlikable, which is a lot of fun.
0: Is that like on the internet? It is. It is on the internet. Yes. Okay. Post it on the on the podcast page so that people can enjoy it, including us. We're I can't wait to read it. Yeah, that sounds so good. (laughs) What about you, Wendy?
2: Uh, this is strange, but like this morning at six forty five in the morning, I was commuting and I witnessed a crime. Oh my god. And (laughs) I legitimately witnessed a crime. Like I was the witness to an assault and battery.
1: Oh, of a woman
2: by a man. And I called the cops and, like, had to get, and I got the license plate number and, like, I had to be interviewed by the cops and everything. It was crazy
0: wow that is did they very dramatic. catch the
2: guy do you know I don't know they hadn't when I spoke with them um, and that's why they called me and did like an actual full interview because I had originally called 911 and said you know I'm watching an a, ba- a battery happen inside a car and they sped off and so I got the license plate number um, because I have a reputation to maintain okay I can't be that person who witnesses an assault and battery and doesn't get the license plate number because like hello crime fiction like yeah. we can't we can't be that bitch like so yeah, so I, it was actually really upsetting. It was really yeah. awful to see and I don't know, just, yeah.
0: Well, I hope they catch him and if yeah. not, sure. I hope there's a murder club that can help. That That's what I was <laughs> thinking. I was like, you
2: see, you see, we need one. You see? It was actually several. a teenage girl. So.
0: Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. That's awful.
2: So yeah, for all those who might be struggling, I am with you.
0: We need murder clubs in every city, state and region <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. See in a, it,
2: in my book The Kill Club, you could ha- I could have gotten the license plate number. I could have found out who owned the car and then I could have traced it, found her. I could have invited her into the murder club and then we could have had a whole thing. Yep. Problem instead, solved.
0: You're right. So many people need to be murdered. I just want to <laughs> say that. My god. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of that, my update is I just revealed the cover of my second book, They Never Learn, um, which mm-hmm. I actually have only sent it to my newsletter subscribers for now. Um, I'm waiting until they put up all the pre-order links and stuff, but it should be on my social media any day now. I'm assuming by the time this actually airs, it will be everywhere, but it's very beautiful and very spooky, love very it. murdery. I really love it. I really love it. It yeah, doesn't I, look
2: like every other cover either. It's very unique, and I love that.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I was really excited when I saw it, because um, you guys both know I had kind of a saga with the cover of my first book, but yes. this one, they sent it to me, and I was just like, That's, it's amazing, it's perfect, yeah. let's go. Wonderful. I think my editor was like, are, are, are you sure? You don't have an opinion? And I'm like, my opinion is it's great. She seemed uh, dubious, but I really love it. <laughs> like, trust me, if I had an opinion, I would tell you. <laughs> um anyway so yeah today we are going to be talking about uh our this is our first episode where we're taking on an archetype a type of unlikable female character that we want to do a deep dive into and this week it is the mean girl which is one of my personal favorites we're very excited we're very excited so let's talk about like what is the mean girl i mean this is obviously an archetype this is something we associate with like high school middle school like girls at that age but it's also something that we will continue to apply to women in adulthood if they're acting in a certain way would you guys Mm -hmm. agree with that Yes. yes
1: i think that the mean girl like there is something there is something immature about the way that she moves through the world so like whether that's because she's an actual youth or she's just, like, a not very well-adjusted grown woman. There's mm-hmm. just a sort of emotional immaturity into, like, the the manipulation and the backstabbing and the always needing to, like, be the the prettiest and the best and all of that. Like, I think that mm-hmm. that's kind of at, her, at the heart of her.
0: Yeah, it, this is such an interesting one because it is, like, a type of woman, girl, whatever, like, that we all most people kind of hate and look down on, but it's also like aspirational in a way. Like the mean girl is usually like the popular girl, the beautiful girl that we all like kind of hate, but we want her approval. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of both. That's Mm. what's so fascinating about it.
2: Yeah. And then I I tried because I know that we have, it's a very like high school idea, but I actually was thinking about adult mean girls too a lot. So I'm excited about that part of the conversation.
0: Okay. Yeah. I have have some adult ones too. Yeah, me too. For sure, but I'm I assuming. Started- oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I was gonna say I was assuming none of us were mean girls in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. Just checking. <laughs> I would say I was like I was definitely not popular, but I was like, um, do you guys did you guys watch Thirty Rock? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that episode where Liz Lemon goes to her high school reunion and they all talk about like how mean she was in high school? I was like that. I was like unpopular but like mean, <laughs> really <laughs> a winning combination. <laughs> I'm sure that's shocking to both of you. I <laughs> was, uh, believe it. It was I was so
1: unpopular and entirely ignored by everyone.
2: Hmm. You know, I was thinking about the mean girl, and you know, I think we have to look at it also as how does she relate to men? Because so much of like these patriarchal archetypes come back to really like a foundation and how does she make men feel? Because Mm -hmm. otherwise we wouldn't have such an archetype, right? Like that's the patriarchy, that's what it is. So I was interested in your thoughts on what do you think, how do you think she makes men feel? What is the mean girl's relationship to men?
1: Well, I kind of think that what defines a mean girl is her relationship with other girls. Okay. Mm -hmm. But there is definitely, like, the mean girl is, like, the perfect girlfriend from, like, appearances only. Like, she's very concerned about appearances and she is going to be that perfect looking homecoming queen type of girlfriend to the kind of guy who wants
2: that.
0: She's like a starter trophy wife. Yeah, she is. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
2: In my nose, I put that she isn't fully emotionally available to men and she makes men irrelevant a little bit.
0: Ooh, Mm. I like that. I mean, I think a man's relationship to a mean girl, it depends on how popular he was in high school, right? Like, (laughs) the jocks would want, you know, the popular guys would want these girls as their trophy girlfriends. But if, you know, all the guys that I was hanging out with in, like, the marching band were probably scared of the mean girls the popular girls but also um like super horny for them (laughs) but
2: here's the thing the mean girl is interested in the football player only as long as he is the football player it's not personal she's only interested in the status that comes with that so he isn't really it's not relevant who he is and she'll never be in love with him she'll never validate him
0: truly right that's true for sure I mean, I have kind of a personal relationship to this archetype because the most popular girl in school s- stole my prom date at the prom. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to tell the story, but now it's happening. There um, was <laughs> this guy. He he was, like, super dreamy. He was in a band, okay? Of course. Um, and he and I, we weren't officially dating. We would like, gone to a couple dances together, and we went to the senior prom together. And he'd been, like, flirting with this other girl, too, who was, like, the typical like tan blonde popular her name was Lindsay, and like all three of her closest friends were also named Lindsay. like <laughs> seriously
1: that's, that's <laughs> this always is, how it goes with these wow. types i don't know small town ohio
0: this sounds like a teen <laughs> movie but this like really happened to me and in the middle of the last dance at the senior prom like i was dancing with this guy and he in the middle of the dance left me in the middle of the dance floor to go dance with her mm, <laughs> that is that is bad <laughs> i'm not bitter it's fine <laughs>
1: I mean, was this her fault or was this his fault? It's totally his fault. Like, he's a dick. Yeah, he's obviously horrible. And then I
0: made out with him later that night. and It was, like, the worst kiss of my life. Like, I'm getting, like, horrible flashbacks just thinking about it. So (laughs) don't date guys in bands is what I'm saying. (laughs) No, it's totally his fault. Absolutely. That's what's interesting, too, is, like, there's a lot of things we especially when we're young too, we blame these girls for that. It's like actually not their fault or like we should be blaming the guys or the, yeah. Right. Interesting. The internalized misogyny as always.
1: I think that, um, the movie book smart, which we've talked about before on the show, uh, does an interesting job when at the end, when there's, um, Oh, what's, I can't remember any characters names from anything ever. I know me too. Um, when, um, what's her name? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. no question. she's getting a ride in the car with the like the popular girl who had the reputation as being a slut and everyone called her triple a oh molly molly um, yeah. Molly. Mm. What, can i remember molly but like you know that's that kind of thing is like an example of a, a girl taking all of the brunt of that and none of the blame is going to the guys it's like yeah she's the slut the guys are just being guys
0: yeah exactly totally so
2: another thing i thought about the mean girl is that for her sex is like very utilitarian and like Mm. it's a means to an end like it's a means to achieve like her sexuality is sort of like a tool she uses but again it's not really personal it's sort of just and in that way i feel like she's very sexually liberated because her sexuality is truly hers and she kind of uses it like a weapon
1: Hmm.
2: what do you think about that
1: i think that in some cases yes but like there is a difference between uh, the mean girl and the femme fatale right and so i think that that part of it is that the mean girl does not have the emotional maturity to totally be a completely like empowered person Mm -hmm. if that makes sense
2: Mm -hmm. okay so do you want to talk about some examples of our favorite ones
1: Yes. Yes. W- who wants to start? Well, perhaps we could start with some uh, shout outs from social media. We had some people who wrote in some suggestions. So perhaps okay. we, we could get start Yes, we great there. suggestions. Yes, we did have some good suggestions. So Becky suggested Lila Fowler from Sweet Valley High. Oh, yes. And it was so funny <laughs> because like I read those books. I can't remember anything about them. But as soon as I saw the name Lila Fowler, I was like, oh, my God. Yes.
2: <laughs> oh, I devoured those <laughs> books. I read uh, so many of them.
0: I only read a few, but I just saw a tweet the other day where someone was saying that they should make like a sexy CW show of Sweet Valley High, and I would watch the fuck out of that. Hell yeah. (laughs) for sure. It's my new favorite show that doesn't exist yet.
1: (laughs) I would watch that for sure. Um, We also had a uh, suggestion of Rizzo from uh, Greece, which I think is interesting. interesting. Yes.
0: That is interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. She is popular, but she's she's not that like blonde cheerleader yeah stereotype. like she actually is like very mean in a way that i am incredibly attracted to And and <laughs> so you know you know yes. how much i am attracted to like not so much the mean girl but like mean women like the meaner a woman is the more i'm like yes hello <laughs> that's why i like you guys so much
1: um we also had a suggestion of courtney from jawbreaker nice Catherine from cruel intentions Awesome. Uh, Blair Waldorf, which is, I mean, honestly, everyone mm. from
0: uh, Gossip Girl is a mean girl. Mm. Like, they, they're they all that way. But yeah. Blair is the best, and she has the best headbands. <laughs> so we can all, all agree. Yes. I love that show. <laughs> yes, me too. It's so good. I'm kind of afraid to rewatch it. It's one of those ones where I loved it so much, I'm afraid to revisit mm. <laughs> as an older person. But I was a big fan back in the day. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, and we also had, let's see. I don't actually know who this what this character is from. Paris Geller?
0: Oh, from Gilmore oh, Girls. Gilmore Girls. Oh. Is she's, she a mean girl? She's more intellectual. I feel like yeah, she hmm. is popular though. She's like yeah. a lot of she has the power and yeah. she she like runs shit, but yeah, she's not like the typical She's not sexy. She's
2: not, she's not like sexy, yeah. that no. kind of attractive. They don't bill her that way. Her friends are like that, but she's not like
0: that. She's well, like the queen bee in her way, yeah, she is, yeah, she is,
1: um, mm. and so Jessica wrote in to say Paris Geller, and she said that she's vicious, but it's rooted in deep ambition and insecurity, which is like yes, mm. yes I think all mean girls have that that mm-hmm. insecurity that you know you can see it in um, if you watch the movie Mean girls like. You know, Regina George is... She obviously thinks that she's fantastic, but then she'll do something like, I want to lose three pounds, and then look at her (laughs) friends, like, waiting for them to be like, oh, you don't need to lose three pounds. So...
0: Yeah. Let's that. talk about the movie Mean Girls. I mean, we kind of can't avoid it. I mean, what I think is so... I love that movie. It's like my comfort movie that I'll just watch if I'm like homesick or something. Yeah, I've seen it's it fantastic. Countless times. But I think my favorite thing about that is that everyone in that movie is pretty mean, including <laughs> my favorite character, Janice Ian. Yes. The, best, the fucking best. Yes. <laughs> She's like really nasty to everyone around her in a way that, again, I find incredibly appealing. <laughs> <laughs> And that's kind of, uh, like, that movie is really about, like, how everyone has the capacity to be a mean girl in their yes. own way. Yes. Did you guys hear, so you know there's the musical Mean Girls, and did you hear that Tina Fey now wants to make a movie version of the musical yeah, I was, was confused. based <laughs> on the movie?
1: A, a movie version of the musical based on the movie. I mean, okay. I, would love I think that. Tina yeah. Fey can do
0: whatever she wants. I'm here Inception. for it. Yes, for sure. It is like Inception. <laughs> <laughs> Mean Girl Inception. All right, who else we got?
1: Well, should we move on to our personal picks? Sure. All right. So, um, my top of the list is Betty Draper from Mad Men.
0: Oh, oh nice. Yes. There's so many <laughs> other good Mean Girls on Mad Men too. That yes, shows, like, it's full it's, of them. It's true. It's true. Mad Men it, Jones it is, is full of too. yes. Um, um, yes. Ugh, ultimate, ultimate mean lady crush. Okay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but in particular with Betty Draper, I'm thinking of um, the episode, I think it's like in season two, where she's really into horseback riding and yes. she makes that friend at the yes. stable and then she basically like tricks her into getting stuck on a lunch date with this younger guy that they're they're both sort of flirting with and then she is so mean when her friend is like how could you do that to me and Betty's like I didn't make you do anything and yes. it's just like <laughs> it's the ultimate mean girl moment of like I didn't do that I just invited him and then canceled and made you go there by yourself and <laughs> it's just like yeah that Betty is so
0: Amazing. interesting because like she is pretty awful but like don to me is so much worse i think we've talked about this before too but people fucking love don draper and they think she's this horrible bitch and i'm like what did she ever do except raise his kids while he was off cheating on her mm-hmm. all the time like come on man <laughs> well, she,
1: <laughs> i mean that's true but she, she is also objectively terrible like <laughs> she is
0: she's awful yeah no for sure but he's worse he's yeah worse. i'll die sure. that hell
1: yeah
2: she, and every once in a while, they'll slip a line in for her where she's like, my mom used to make me run home from school because I was a pudgy child. Like, she'll, Remember, they'll <laughs> yeah. say things
0: like that every once in a while where you're like, whoa. I just watched um, – have either of you seen that new Netflix show, Spinning Out? It's Mm-mm. about, like, figure skaters. No. I'm super obsessed with skating right now because that's what my next book is about. Um, and it's it's like – like a kind of soapy drama about figure skaters and January Jones who played Betty Draper plays the mom of the main character and she's like a total Ooh. like she obviously used to be like popular and be- I mean she's still beautiful but like she was like the popular beautiful girl when she was young and she had to give up skating when she got pregnant and she like takes it out on her <laughs> two daughters in amazing ways. Oh my God, um, that sounds so, so good. <laughs> It's really, really good. Um, but yeah, January Jones just has that like mean girl look. She I, does. I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she gets cast in that role a lot. I have no idea what she's like in real life, but she has that vibe.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree.
2: So can I tell you one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you guys watch that uh, series called Unreal? Yes. Wow. Quinn. Obsessed. Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> she, to me, is like the best mean girl slash mean lady she's like the boss she's the executive producer of the whole show and the whole show she's just like unapologetically doesn't give a fuck like she just like sleeps with whoever she wants to and like unapologetically mean to people and manipulates people strong arms people into manipulating people gets people their things they're addicted
0: to in order to control them mm. like, all the things yeah wait Kristen, you've never seen that show no i'm like get off this call right now <laughs> <laughs> so you good. would love it it's so good it's so like trashy and amazing um it's like set on this bachelor-esque reality show it's like behind the scenes kind of thing mm-hmm. and i don't watch the bachelor but i still was super into it but the thing with quinn though is she also has that like vein of insecurity yes and she her main relationship on the show is with this complete idiot yeah child who's not good enough for her but she like keeps going
2: Coming back, back to, to him. him yeah yeah
0: yes great, and though. she
2: has the main character kind of under her thumb and like mm-hmm. is this it's like she's found this young woman who's in desperate need of a mother figure because her own mother was such a disaster. And then she uses
0: that and exploits it to such an extreme degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I wanted to talk about my favorite mean girl is a real person. Um, oh. So let's, let's talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So, I love Taylor Swift. I I love her music. I love her like whole brand, everything. But like she kind of takes on that, that mean girl archetype, I think, in an interesting way. Because I think... I, I don't know. It's so hard to tell with her because it's all this like brand that she's created, which I really admire on some level. But I... Uh, years ago, like when she was just starting to become popular, I kind of wrote her off. I was like, oh, I don't want to listen to her music. It's like perky and poppy and whatever. And then when I finally... Listen to some of her songs I was like this bitch is vicious oh <laughs> my god she's so mean <laughs> like I think the one that did it for me was the song um she wrote about oh it's called better than revenge I think um do you guys know that one no so she wrote it about this uh, alle- allegedly allegedly um <laughs> she wrote it about this actress named Camilla Bell who like dated I forget which Jonas brother. I can't fucking tell them apart. But like one of the Jonas brothers, shortly after Taylor did or before Taylor did. I don't know. And this song is like, super catty. It's like, she's an actress, but she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress. Like really, really mean, like slut shamey, awful. But like, I listened to that and I was like, yeah, this is, this is like a very mean girl who's kind of hiding all of it in this like pop princess act. And I find that fascinating.
1: That is, yes, that is very intriguing.
0: Mm -hmm. Are you guys fans, haters? What do you think of Taylor?
1: I am a semi fan I really like her uh, album 1989 I'm not super familiar with her other stuff Mm -hmm. but I can tell you that when I worked in marketing at DSW we did a partnership with the shoe brand Keds for which she was at one point a spokesperson and there were very very strict guidelines about how her image could be used in all of our marketing it was very intense I've never seen such intense legalese.
0: Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, because the vibe she tries to put out is like, I'm just one of the girls. I'm kind of approachable, friendly, like, Mm -hmm. pretty, perfect, whatever. But she is, like, in control of every little thing about her image. And that's what I admire about her. But I don't know. Like, obviously, I'm not her target fan base. I'm, like, way too old. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I love her anyway. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know, like, the younger girls who are listening to her, if they think of her as this kind of approachable, accessible star or... I mean, she started out on, like, MySpace and everything, like, talking directly to her fans. Right. Yeah, I give her a lot of credit for how she's built this media empire and kind of um, leveraged being a mean girl while also seeming, like, really nice. Like, part of her brand is that she has this squad of, like, all these other, like, supermodels and stuff who are her friends and... (laughs) I don't know. Let, let us not mention her most recent movie role. Not no, mention oh, it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> 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 have you uh, seen
1: it? I have seen coo- it.
0: You've seen it?
1: Yes, of course I saw it.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Honestly,
2: no.
1: <laughs> what You're movie talking, is of course it?
2: About cats. cats. Oh, I didn't see it.
1: Um, well, I can't. I can't recommend that you see it. Um, <laughs> so basically, like. When the previews for the movie Cats came out, everyone, me included, was like, what the fuck? Why, why are they making a movie of cats in 2019 or whatever? Like, it's, it is it is a musical that, like, it feels very much like the era in which it came out of. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense anymore. But um, the they chose to, instead of just having, like, if you've seen the musical version on stage, like, the people are, like, people wearing cat makeup Uh, but they're like people sized and (laughs) the the set is like just it's like proportional to them but (laughs) in this movie like the cats are like tiny and the sets are giant there's like no scale it doesn't make any sense there's like this horrifying scene of beetles marching the cats whiskers are terrifying it's everything about it's horrible so Mm.
0: there's no way i'll see it because it's directed by uh the director i hate most in the world tom hooper I he's awful. I've hated him since the king's speech. Like you can ask any of my friends. I've like screamed at them about how awful he is and how he stole David Fincher's Oscar. <laughs> I will go to my grave better about that, but I'm just really glad that everyone knows what a hack he is now. Like when I saw that cat's trailer, I was like, finally vindication. Everyone knows.
1: Yeah. It's, it's bad. And I went to it, like I went to see it knowing that it would be bad. Like that's why I went. So it's not like I was like, Oh, I'm so disappointed that cats wasn't amazing. Like (laughs) obviously it was going to turn out to be awful, but like the specific way in which it was awful was like a kind of surprising because like the, it, it, are you familiar with the musical at all? I, mean, I actually
2: saw it when I was a kid in LA. Yeah,
1: I saw it when I was a kid, too. It Like, it has no story. It's just, like, people jumping around. And, like, that's essentially what it is.
0: I've never seen it, but I've seen that episode of Kimmy Schmidt that's <laughs> based on it. So I feel like I've seen it. Yeah,
1: pr- good enough. Good enough. Okay. But, like, it's just, like, they didn't do any work to sort of translate the the musical into a story that anyone could follow. <laughs> like, oh it's just, like, utter nonsense. It's... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so Taylor Swift is in this movie. Is it just like one scene or is she in like the whole no, movie? No, just one
1: scene. Like she sings she sings one song. She sings like the best song okay but I have um, never
0: seen a person so relieved to not win at an award show as Taylor Swift at the Golden Globes because she was nominated for the song oh community. really and when she didn't win I, they like showed her face and usually you see people kind of like gritting their teeth and smiling and trying to be like it's fine I'm so happy for them and she looks so fucking relieved but <laughs> she didn't have to go up there and like thank Tom Hooper <laughs> oh my god that's amazing <laughs> Anyway, she'll be fine. She'll survive cats. She has more
1: money than we'll ever have. She's going to be fine.
0: She's going to be fine. But yeah, I'm a big fan of her. And like specifically because she's mean, like if she was actually the sweet pop princess that she was trying to come off as for a while, like that does not interest me. But the vicious bitch Taylor Swift absolutely does. (laughs) Love it. Um, Well, I would like
1: to put forth for consideration... um, In the novel Rebecca We've kind of got two mean girls So Mrs. Danvers Mm -hmm. And also Rebecca Herself who's dead before the book Starts but whose presence Is very much felt and you can kind of Even see how Mrs. Danvers Is like carrying Out Rebecca's Evilness it's sort Of that manipulating your friends Into doing what you want so it's like Rebecca is sort of manipulating mrs danvers from beyond the grave to terrorize the poor new mrs (laughs) DeWinter. so i think that's interesting yeah it's amazing um i think it's interesting how like rebecca is not on the page but she like but the book is called rebecca right like Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's gone before the book starts she's not in any of the scenes but like you get such a sense of who she was
0: and she's the best character of
1: course yes
0: yeah love her love her I, um, I don't know, like all the stories that Max tells about her, I'm just like, I'm on her side, bro, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, she cheated on me, she was so mean, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: she's good.
2: All right, so what other mean girls do we have? I put, a. Uh, okay, I have a question for you. Did you guys watch the movie House? I mean,
0: the, did you watch the show House? Occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. Lisa Cuddy. Oh, um,
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Totally. I used to watch that show because I had a big crush on um, Robert Sean Leonard from Dead Poets Society, who's also on that show. But then I lost interest in him. I was young. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Olivia Wilde's on that show, so. That's true. Isn't she? She's bi on that show, right? Yep. Shout out. She's bi on The O.C. too. Uh, Did you guys watch The O.C.? No. Yep. Okay. I have a story about that.
2: The O.C.'s <laughs> full of mean girls, but I yes. went to elementary school with one of them. Which one? And I'm not going to say, but like uh, I didn't Wendy. watch it sh- At the time, I was like, Pisso, I'm 25. I'm working at Trader Joe's. I don't watch the O.C. Of course I don't watch the O.C. Look at me. I'm 25. Look at me. I've never seen it yet. I watched it after this. Anyway, this woman comes through my line and I'm like, oh, my God. I think we went to elementary school together, right? Aren't you the so-and-so? And she looks at me and she goes, please just stop. Leave me alone. Just, please just ring up my groceries. Was it
0: Misha? You can tell us. This is a safe space.
2: No, I'm not going to say. Um. <laughs> it was Misha. She, um. <laughs> no, it wasn't Misha. It wasn't Misha. Okay. Another okay. one of the main ones. And well, I was only like, one
0: other main one, so now I know.
2: And I was like what the hell is wrong with her? And the guy behind her in line was a guy like around our age. And so she was like, please just ring me up. I was like, okay, I guess I'll just ring you up. I'm so sorry. I bothered you. Like, what the hell's your problem? You know? And I just quietly and angrily rang her up and then like threw her money at her and she left. And the guy behind her was like, she's on the OC. You didn't, you didn't know that? I was like, no, I just went to elementary school with her. He's like, bitch. I'm like, Bitch! So. Wow. Yeah, like she thought I was fangirling her or trying to get something from her. I'm like, what the hell? I never watched your show. Like, I don't know.
0: Mm. I
2: hate celebrities. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have so many good celebrity oh, stories. God,
2: why? And I remember her mom was like this stage mom. We had drill team. I was on drill team, which was a disaster. I was terrible at it. I don't know. Oh how my god! I made Do you have pictures? There. Is there video? I need to see it. <laughs> Somewhere there's a VHS that I hope has been burned by now. <laughs> but anyway, she had one of those moms who would like go to the practices and like intensely watch us. Ew. And like, yeah. I mean, we were in North Hollywood. It was a bit much, so.
1: Your elementary okay. school had a drill team?
2: Yeah, it was like, um, I don't know, like uh, like the thing where you like stomp
0: and like clap and do stuff like that.
1: Well, no, like, I know what drill team is, but. I didn't know that <laughs> elementary <laughs> schools had them.
0: <laughs> I usually think of that as like a high school, college kind of kind of vibe, but LA mm. is a different place. Yeah. I guess so. Okay. But yeah, that show is full of mean girls. Um, I watched it faithfully. Like, I was studying abroad in Scotland one of the years that it was on, and I made my mom record it on VHS. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love the OC. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I watched it after that. I mean, it was definitely in that like nine hundred two and oh Melrose Place sort of tradition. It was good. It was interesting. It was you know mm-hmm. totally. I mean, I didn't grow up in the OC, but I was like, okay, well, this is kind of a caricature, but
0: fine. It's not. It's not all real. Oh my god! Don't it's tell not me that. all <laughs> real. It's
2: not all real. You might be shocked to know. <laughs> Shattering my dreams. Sorry. I love that he was from Chino though. That I remember dying laughing. They're like. I'm from the ghetto and like where are you from Chino and I was just like oh my god he's from Chino like you don't understand oh my god it was so funny
1: I literally have no
0: idea what you guys are saying right now (laughs) I think it's on Hulu you can catch up you have a lot of homework from the show I know All right. Any other examples um, you want to
1: bring to the table? I have a lot of examples, um, but <laughs> I will. Bring I it. will suggest. Uh, did you, either of you watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend?
0: Yes. No. So
1: Audra Levine is an amazing mean girl. Uh, Rachel's or Rebecca's um, like nemesis from growing up at her competition, always trying to be like the the best. Make their mothers the most proud, and she shows mm-hmm. up uh, in Rebecca's life in L.A. and or in, not in L.A. Where where are they?
0: What uh, is the place? There's a fucking song about I it. I know. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's been a while.
0: Hallie's gonna be so mad. She's a big fan. She's gonna yell uh, at us. I'm sorry, Hallie. <laughs> sorry,
1: I can't remember <laughs> the name of the place.
0: Um,
1: but I th- she is a good one. But I also think that Valencia from Crazy Ex Girlfriend is also kind of a mean girl. She's an interesting one because uh, through the course of the show, like she comes out as a queer woman. And in the, in the beginning, she's like one of those types who's like, I can't be friends with women. I, I, I can't be friends with women. I don't know what their problem is. And so she's this mean girl type. And it's very possible that her meanness stems from her not realizing that she is queer. Hmm. And so it sort of has created this this tension with women that she doesn't understand but then like as she evolves as a person she does
0: yeah that's really interesting i think is that why
2: you're so mean to all of us
0: no you don't know how gay you are i know exactly how gay i am and exactly how mean i am and they coexist it's beautiful (laughs) yeah i think often with these characters it's like especially on a TV show where you're with them for a longer time, like they might start off as that sort of stereotypical, like just vapid popular girl, but then they have layers and often some sort of secret trauma, like they're repressing something or they have an abusive background or like eventually you get to see like why they are the way they are, which is sort of, it's like nice because we want complex female characters, but it's also kind of like, it doesn't really excuse their behavior in a way. Right. I, I don't know. Like what do you <laughs> yeah. guys think about that?
1: Um, yeah, I would agree. Like we do want complex characters and I like it when you can kind of see not an excuse for why someone is why they the way they are, but like when you can kind of see how it came to be. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think that it lets them off the hook. But it does make them more interesting. Like if you if you look at the movie Mean Girls, like Regina George doesn't really have that. Like she's just the stereotypical mean girl. Right. She's just like mean and nasty. And that's it. Um,
0: and the best. The best. <laughs> but have you guys read how she played that character. Um, Rachel McAdams played that character like she was in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, like, <laughs> it, like in a David Mamet play. Like that's <laughs> how she approached it. Oh, my
1: God. No, that is incredible.
0: Isn't it incredible? Like, even the fact that she thought of that shows what an amazing actress she is. But once, yeah. when I heard that, I watched the movie in a whole new light. I was like, oh, my God. That's so amazing. That <laughs> so on is point.
1: awesome.
2: <laughs> Can I ask what you think about Peach Peach from you? Is she a mean girl? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And See, again, she's so mean to Joe. She's so <laughs> mean to him. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Also, she's secretly gay. Yeah, she's secretly gay. Not so secretly. Mm. (laughs) I
2: don't know. I don't know if I like this. The mean girls who don't find men super adorable and exciting
0: uh, are just lesbians. I don't know if I love that. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I mm. definitely don't like the idea that if they would just, like, come out and accept themselves, they would be nice, like I said. You could be right. mean and gay all at once. Like, in fact, I think that is the best way to be personally. <laughs> well, and then there's the, like, you know, the homophobic man who,
2: you know, he does homophobic crimes, but he wouldn't if he would just accept the fact that he's actually gay and then you could That's
0: live true. in No, stop it. No, no. We just, right? I should do that. a whole episode on you sometime. I have, like, so many thoughts about, like, the way the female characters on that show are... Discussed, but that is like for another time. But I yeah, Peach is seen definitely that a one girl. Either. Kristen, <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch TV for the next like month. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules, but like that's it. I mean, you could read the book for you, the book is amazing. That's true. Or the
2: audiobook, you know what? Listen to the audiobook for the For You uh, book one. Okay. Oh, yeah, is it good? It's so amazing. The narrator is incredible. I think his name is Santino something.
0: He's awesome. Oh, he's on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, it's Greg, right? Yeah, Greg, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that, yeah. That's okay. awesome. Okay, I'm definitely okay.
1: going to check it out then.
0: It's really good. Okay, well, this has been super fun, you guys. Um, our next episode in two weeks will be an interview with the author Hannah capen who we've talked about on the show before. Um, she's the author of The Dead Queens Club, and her new book, Foul is Fair, comes out on February 18th. It is a retelling of Macbeth with a teenage lady, Macbeth, uh, manipulating a boy into killing her rapists, which is like the greatest plot I've ever heard of. It's one of my favorite books of this or any year. And I'm really excited to talk to Hannah. Uh, And she has in both of her books, some really interesting takes on the mean girl archetype. So we're going to talk about that. Thanks for listening.